In the New Testament, we have the gospel of Jesus Christ. But it's interesting to note that we have four different gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Now, the gospel simply means the good news. That is the good news that Jesus, the Messiah, has come. But the question is, since we only have one Messiah, Jesus, why do we need four gospels? Why just not just simply one account or one gospel account of Jesus's life? To understand that, you have to understand the nature of the gospels. And by the nature of the gospels, I mean not just only the writer, but the audience to whom the writer was writing to. And once you understand this particular idea about the audience as well as the theme, the theme basically is the overall point or perception that the writer was trying to give. So once you understand the writer's audience, the theme, the, his reason for writing and the perception of Christ that he was trying to give, then you'll understand why we have four different gospels. So starting with Matthew's gospel, we can tell by the very nature of how Matthew wrote his gospel that it is very Jewish. He quotes more of the Old Testament than any other gospel writer. Matthew was writing to the Jewish people. And that is very clear when we see at the very beginning of Matthew's gospel, when he talks about Jesus Christ, that genealogy of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham. And this is important because as son of David, he fulfills second Samuel chapter seven, when it was spoken that the kingship should come from David and not only the kingship, but the Christ Messiah King would come from David. And also by calling him the son of Abraham, that speaks to Jesus's lineage with respect to that he is Jewish. So Jesus comes to fulfill all the prophecies spoken to the Jewish people. And therefore, Jesus is the Messiah. He is the Jewish Messiah, King of Israel. So that's the perspective that Matthew gives in his gospel. And now just moving on in the order that we have them in our Bibles, the American Bibles, we have Mark. Now, Mark's gospel is written basically to a Roman audience. And we see this by Mark's uh, usage of the word euthus, which means immediately. And, and what I mean by that, let me back that part up. Written to the Roman audience, what Romans respect and what is important in the Roman mind is the idea of a soldier who can take orders and complete those orders quickly and effectively. Romans, they had respect for that. So in, in that Gentile perspective that Mark is writing to, that Roman audience, he writes in a way that appeals to that Roman audience. And you can also see in certain places in Mark, Mark goes to explain certain Jewish traditions. And so uh, it is clear Mark writes to this Roman audience. And so with this idea in mind of a soldier, 
that can take his duties and follow that, Mark appeals to that Old Testament prophet Isaiah. And in Isaiah, we see him picturing Jesus as the servant of the Lord. Now we see that in chapters, was it 42? And we also see that in that uh, very well-known chapter, Isaiah 53, the suffering servant of the Lord. So with the appeal and the perspective that Mark is trying to give, Mark is appealing to that Roman audience and he is portraying Jesus as the servant of the Lord. Okay, now Luke. Luke is different. Even though Luke's audience is Gentile, but Luke is writing predominant to the Greek with the Greek mindset. And you'll see that in Luke 1 when Luke specifies Theophilus to whom he's writing to. But nevertheless, we see that in Luke as he's writing to the Greek audience, the idea that Luke tries to portray uh, concerning Jesus is the ideal man. Now, Luke's gospel is different than any other gospel because Luke tells us at the very onset of his gospel that he recognizes that there are other gospel writers, namely Matthew and Mark, that were present when Luke wrote. But however, Luke uh, investigated the material and he decided to write his gospel to lay out all things in order. That is the chronological life of Jesus. Jesus did this, then he did this, and then he went to this place, and then he went to that place. And so therefore, Luke is the only gospel writer, and guys always remember this. He is the only gospel writer who set things, the life of Jesus, the ministry of Jesus, in chronological order. None of the rest of the gospel writers, Matthew, Mark, and John, had that mindset, okay? But nevertheless, to a Greek audience. Now, with the Greeks, this historical chronology of events were very important. Another thing that we notice about the Gospel of Luke is Luke writes with an appeal to Jerusalem. He writes to an appeal concerning women. He writes with an appeal concerning the Gentiles. So the perspective that we see concerning Jesus in Luke deals with the humanity of Jesus. It deals with that Jesus was also a human being as well. So what Luke does for us, he gives us the, gives us the perspective of Jesus as the son of man. And by using that title, the son of man, it refers to Jesus's humanity. And that's what Luke does. Now, the final gospel, gospel of John. John is unique and it was not written to any particular group, but John is what we would call a general letter. Okay. So John is written to the general church and John sets out early to let us know that's chapters one, verse one through 18, but the book itself, that the book itself sets out to prove that Jesus is God. And that's why John starts off and says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. And verse 14, and the word was made flesh. And what did that word do? That word came to show us to exegete the father, to tell us more about the father. So 
the whole mindset of John, the primary theme is the divinity of Jesus. It shows Jesus to be the son of God. So now let's answer the question. Why did God in his infinite wisdom give us four gospels? Because Matthew showing Jesus is the king of the Jews, the Messiah of the Jews. Mark showing he is the suffering servant of God. And then we have Luke showing Jesus is the son of man. He is human just as we are. And John is saying, but in all of that, he is God who is with us, the son of God. So we bring those perspectives together to create a fourfold picture of the person of Jesus. And that's why we have four Gospels.